what I want to do first is welcome you to the Fuck Therapy podcast. So, Kim, yes. thank you so much for joining me. I am super, super, super excited to be no, Thank you for having me. I'm so excited myself. <laughs> Listen, it's a privilege. Um, you know, so so we met via TikTok. Yes, universe, 100%. 100%. You know, definitely. It's kind of like this chick is batch crazy. And I love that. I get it. Like she's speaking to me. <laughs> On a batshit crazy level. <laughs> I, I, just, I, I love it. You're so positive. You're so motivational. You're so inspirational. Thank you. So real. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, I like to be creative. I like to watch people and take people in and understand people. And then I, I like to recreate that. That's what it is. And, and much yeah. like this podcast where, you know, we've done zero planning. No, nothing. Zero planning. Hi, how are you? How are you? That's it. Um, for those okay. that don't know, don't know you, give us a bit of an introduction. Well, hello, everybody. I'm a fitness instructor. Thank you. Round of applause, everyone. I'm a fitness instructor. Um, I... Discovered TikTok in lockdown and I just, yeah, I started loving it and enjoying it. And talk about your humour. My, <laughs> my humour, um, my humour comes from my father. Um, he is a little kid and I think the thing with me is people are very judgmental. People like to judge me being, because I live in Bondi, I'm a fitness instructor, um, so I must be that person to look at people go there. Whereas I am from a little country town in Nara and my dad is one of the funniest people in the world and we use comedy like all day long. So that's, and that's how we show love as well. Like my dad will call me up and tell me I'm the ugliest thing in the whole wide world, but that's how he tells me that I'm, that he, how much he loves me. It's yep. all, it's everything is comedy. And so this is what I can get a little bit in trouble at work sometimes because I use comedy so much to entertain. People love it, but people can take that to a, in an offence as well. Um, but, yeah, I get that from my dad and I don't really have any fucks. That's the thing. Yep. I don't have any fucks. Yep. Like why, why would I change and be someone that I'm not when this is who I am? Yeah. And there needs to be more people like that out there, I think. A hundred percent. So we want to know more about you. So there's no question you, you're funny, but tell us a bit, tell us more about your story. How, how deep are we, I don't know, like which story are we heading into? You, you, my... you do you, be comfortable and let me challenge you. Okay. So my, my story of the last few years has probably been my biggest, hardest growth story that I've yeah been through which is where I've learned my worth and who I am as a person um was in a relationship with a sexual narcissist and had no idea what a sexual narcissist was I'd never met a narcissist in my life and a narcissist and an empath they're very common obviously so letting go of that was quite difficult not because I loved this person, I needed this person, I wanted to be with this person. It's because of all the little trigger points that they do yeah. to you. And I think the problem is so many people experience these narcissistic behaviours, they don't know what to do, how to get out of it. And I 
had to experience all that on my own. And that is when I discovered with my comedy and I do have uh, an entertaining side and a passion. And that's when I actually went and got myself an agency and I went and got an online coach and I went and started doing photo shoots and then I was doing all my TikTok and I used this experience to come back strong as a stronger person. Whereas I, and I think, again, that's all about setting boundaries and understanding that you're better than, you're better than that. Yep. And don't let these people affect you as hard as it is. It did take some time for me to heal. Um, I wrote myself a little self-help book. I was going to sell that and put that out to the universe, but I think sometimes you don't really want to go back into it. So it's there. If anyone wants to read it, they're definitely welcome. I can send it through to you. Um, and it is an amazing read and I think it was. Thank you. Yeah, I think I did my podcast on sexual narcissism. You know, I, I drew down on, on a lot of the content that you had in there. Thank you. That, again, comes from me being an, being an empath and being someone who understands people and sitting back. Like I would love to be, I would love to be a um, criminologist like because I love getting inside people's heads. So I'm like this asshole gave me my own story to put the puzzle together of someone's fucked up head and the way that they think. And I thought, hey, Actually, I'm pretty bloody smart to be able to do that because some people would have no idea on the steps of what a sexual narcissist is, and there's so many there's so many levels of that. Can you briefly run us through it from your perspective? Um, so I believe there are a lot of different sexual narcissistic behaviours out there. Um, the person that I experienced, and I'm not going to say my narc. I feel like people get so like my narc. Like why why are we ha- why are we having this conversation of my narc? Like it's it's he's a it's a person like that get yeah I, I don't really like that this person massively like the the love bomb phase is huge and I didn't know so obviously um they mirror you to an absolute t on every level and that experience it's a it's a drug they create a drug I don't know what the word is but they they create this in you, so you think that you've found your soulmate, and then all of a sudden it's like the there's a discard. What's the word? Discard, discarding, discarding. Yeah. Oh no, devaluating. Sorry, devaluating face. So then they start doing all these absolutely fucked up things to you, but it becomes in a circle, and you start. It's like very contradicting, and you like don't understand what's happening because this person you are in love with, and this is your soulmate, and this is the person that you want to be with, and then once they start, I don't want to go into the personal things that he did but they're not the, the nicest things to experience in life. Um, also, he used his son as my emotional... Hook. Push, yeah, hook. Hook, perfect word, because um, I love kids and I've got a diploma in childcare. That's another story. Um, so he used this little kid as my hook to keep me in back forth back forth back forth can seem can't seem can't I can't do this because I've got him and I want him and it's it's just a massive head fuck so once the dis that phase starts then they start discarding you you're nothing to them you know you were never anything in the first place so this is where the the struggle comes from because you want to connect you want to attach you want to your this is your partner yeah and it's 
that phase there that can be really hard to accept. Once you can accept that it's not you, it is them, you can then, you need to let go. You just need to let go and accept. And that's the hard part and that's where the issue comes in because people that don't understand, don't accept and they cannot let go of that part because they're so in that love bombing phase. But this is how we are. We are best friends. We are soulmate. And, yeah, and then I, when I let go of that, I did a little bit of research to see what I was working with because I needed to know because I was like, yeah. I'm so intrigued about this person's head. Like what is going on in this person's head? There's more to this. Like how do people, how, do, how are people not aware of this? And once I worked it out and wrote my little book about it, I was like, wow, there it is, my own murder mystery. Because <laughs> that's what they're like. They don't have, it's, they, they are borderline ready to like, well, people that are in jail, like they're, they're narcissists. That's what that's how they start, yep. ready to move on to their next victim. And but obviously their head's a little bit worse. They want to kill and all the rest of it. But it's yeah. fucking very intense. Yeah, yeah. I often refer to it um, as you get like a a, a love bombing stage. Um, yes, it's the highest of highs and the lowest of lows into this level of confusion where you can't place or pigeonhole anything with any no. level of psychology. One of the things everyone wants to know is, okay, when you've suffered this and we, we get it, you go, we've suffered this, you know, you, and when we talk sexual narcissism, we don't want to go into any detail, but you're looking at it going, they're pushing you to levels, you know, of giving yourself. And we were talking about like having your will over theirs or their will over yours, pushing you to do things, say things, yes. react to yes. things like you would never do it, which takes you yes. out of your value base. Yes. Yes. You know? That's where you fall. Yeah. Because they've taken that away from you. Yeah. 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 And you get, yeah, it's that empty feeling of, hang on, this is not how I feel and this is not okay. Yeah. Yes. But if we rewind here and look at you, yes. you, know, you were actually a, a happy, well-adjusted, you know, um, you know, you're a beautiful woman, both inside and out. You've got, Thank you. you're educated, all those sorts of things. So it's not a case of, like, I often say, I go, no, NARC needs this high-level woman. Yes, they do. They love it. Right. It's a challenge. It is so a often, challenge. And I often, I love to reword things because I think I think common terminology, standard terminology and the way in which people see things is from learned behaviours and I don't think it's right. Um, yeah. And they took something from me. And I'm like, you know, I've lost my self-worth. And I often rephrase it by saying, no, you haven't lost or they haven't taken. You've been manipulated to believe that. Yeah. yeah. But the 100%. reality is you are still that amazing human being. Yes. And that is it. And once you get past that bit, you'll, become, you'll come back even stronger and better and more amazing than what you were before. You know, you talk about not having any fucks. And um, I love that. I don't know if you've heard um, the fuck budget. No, go on. <laughs> you haven't heard the fuck budget. No, I haven't. It's an amazing woman, um, high-level executive that got sick of living in that world. Um, and I and, love her already. And she left and she now lives on an island. Um, wow. does her stuff that way. Um, but she did a TED Talk and it's on the fuck budget. And it's effectively wow. by going through your life going, um, first, you know, work out what you don't give a fuck about. Then mm. allocate no fucks to it. <laughs> <laughs> amazing i need to have, have a look at this you know one of the things that so many people on this platform struggle with 
is the words from other people affecting them hate. You know, so yeah. whether that's hate from parents, um, husbands, boyfriends, girlfriends, you know, sisters, brothers, work colleagues, what would be your advice to deal with hate? I have had, but I actually don't get a lot of hate mail, which I kind of, but I have had, like, I do. I, you know, like. So disappointed. When I, a little, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I think it's just they don't, they've got nothing to do in their life but to hate. It's because of them. It's like this is them hating themselves and they're looking at this, at you, like you're like you get a lot of, like you're, you do get a lot of hate. But, like, you handle it amazingly because there's no fucks because actually you know that it's them. Yep. It's their problem. It's their situation that they're not happy in life. So, hey, let me put this person down. Yeah. I got called on TikTok. I got called. Actually, there's a TikTok. I, I responded to the TikTok. An old granny Karen. Like, an old granny Karen. Like, what the Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, but this these people, they want to bring people down. Yep. Now, when I handle it with my teaching, it's a little bit different because it comes from a professional level. So for me, I it just but makes how me go, oh, like, tell someone to shoot down and shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, I can't, can I? <laughs> I can't actually say that. Listen here, fucking bitch, shut up. Because um, I have to remove myself from a situation and just I go for a walk if someone's really like if I've upset someone that much I'm like hang on a minute like you don't you don't know me and I don't know you so it's kind of stepping back and going well fuck get who cares it's like it's just that initial shit someone doesn't like me (laughs) fuck what have I done to make this person not like me so it's like actually yeah, I don't know. They just they they've judged, and it's that's their issue. So, yeah. so yes, are, yes. Not only are they having that issue, they probably will never face it. No, they won't. It's like no. I did a TikTok and I wrote something about why I'm single because I want the whole cake. I don't want the shitty crumbs. Yeah, there's, there's like a double entendre there. Like there's so many ways you can look at that. Yeah, but of course I wrote whole, as in the hole in the ground, instead yep. of the whole cake. Oh my gosh, did people go on and on and on? I was just like, do you really care? Like, why do you care that I'm spelt fucking whole wrong? <laughs> what are you doing in your day to care? Well, like- I actually had that work for me because I can't spell for shit. I'm dyslexic, I'm hopeless. Um <laughs> So for me to get something wrong, it's kind of like, duh. But anyway, one I did one TikTok and I spelt something wrong, but it looked like that. It looked like it was deliberate. And everyone was just commenting on how funny that is and you're so clever. Amazing. And Amazing. Is, See? I had to go on Google to find out what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm so smart. I know everything. <laughs> oh, that is incredible. Yeah, well. Um, so you live on Bo- at Bondi? I do live on Bondi, right on the beach. It's very amazing. It is. It's, you know what, I am very blessed to walk out every morning. I walk out and I do my, if I'm teaching or not, I walk out and I do an hour and 20-minute walk on the beach, no shoes, in the sand, no music, no phone, no nothing, just myself. And that's when I speak to the universe and I have my time. And I start my day. After I, have my, after, I have, after I have 
after I have my black coffee in the dark, sorry. Oh, you've got to have what a What was that? You've got to have a coffee. Oh. You've got to have a you coffee. You need a black coffee. Now, and, but I don't turn the light on. It's just like dark, pitch black, because I wake up at 5, 5.30, the sun comes up, and then I turn the lights on, and then I disappear. Beautiful. It's morning ritual. Beautiful. So Very important. Talking to the universe. Um, so I'm a massive believer in the universe. I, um, again, like meeting you, universe, the universe. The universe does some really crazy things, and I think if you can't, your gut will tell you you know it, it's coming and it's changing. Like I'm going through a massive change at the moment yeah. and the universe is doing a lot of things, changing me in a lot of ways because it knows that I can be a lazy shit and I've got so much more to give and like with my acting and I give so much to my classes and I give so much to people and I give so much to my TikToks. And I'm like the universe is starting to make me again like boundaries and come back and I speak with the universe like, we're like, you know, what's happening now? Where are we going? And yeah. yeah, and that's the answers that I've been getting is for me to move forward and like really focus on what I want to do. Yeah. It's like I go in and I teach, and that's amazing because I get to perform and I get to stay fit and I love people and all that. But is that what I want to do for the rest of my life? Mm. Is that what I want? Is that my not no, I don't think it is. Mm. So even though I'm 36, turning 37, I finally figured out that that's what I want to do. Yeah, beautiful. I I love the fact that you're in tune with that because I often tell people, um, listen to your intuition. Yes, very strong. Your intuition is there to protect your self-worth. Yes. Right? And to to, to keep you on the path that you're meant to take in this life. I believe we all have a purpose. And it is about a massive part about following that path is detaching you know, we talk about detachment, so we detach from trauma. But yes. detachment isn't just associated with trauma. Detachment is we actually no. detach from the past. Yes. Right? Because the past no longer exists. Yes. Right? The flip side of that is you have to learn to detach from the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What this makes you do and forces you to do is live in the present. Yes. So it's not yes. that we don't take goals and plans. Yeah. But we're not fully attached to the outcomes otherwise because we don't know what life's going to do we don't know what the universe is going to present right Mm. but when you can detach from the good stuff from the past as well as the bad it's like people like oh back in my day and i had so much fun oh we should back in my day back in my day like all this talk about back in the day i'm like man i'm just i get it like back in the day was amazing like it was amazing yeah but it's like you can't That's just day. keep living, living in that day when you're yeah. out off your head on whatever you're on. But yeah, yeah, well, it's the type of thing you know. It's like back in the day. Well, back in the day when you had less responsibility, da, 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 and it's awesome. It's amazing. Bring forward the wisdom, the knowledge, the lessons, the experience, so you can live the best mm. version of yourself, and then do everything right now to make now the best moment of your mm. life. Yeah, you know. Now yeah. sometimes now is a really dark place. But that dark place is often the thing that you've got to go through yes. to find the light. Yes. So I um, I actually just went through one of those experiences. I was at work. I'm not saying where I work, nothing against that place. Um, however, it wasn't giving me any purpose. Yep. And long story short, there was a miscommunication in where I was supposed to be. I wasn't, oh, I wasn't rostered on. Um. 
and it was all miscommunication. There was no, it was again, no one's wrong, no one's right. It was yeah. just the way that it happened. But I took it to heart. I was like, I'm not rusted on. I've been here from COVID day dot. I came here, I fixed this place up, COVID day dot. And then all of a sudden I'm not, I haven't had a day off. Why am I not rusted on? And I was really, really emotional because I was like, fuck. I walked out of that place and since that since that day, I have never been happier since all like lockdown and all that shit that's like with me moving forward again and yep. going, this is what I want and this is what I deserve. And then these little things happen for like it's happened for a reason. And it, it again, like a massive energy shift. Yeah. Just you gotta it's hard, it's hard to accept it, but you just you really it it does teach you. Let's pull it away from specifics and be a little bit generic here. Just just for respect reasons and say, um, you know, you're working in a particular place. Um, yeah. How many people are either in a relationship, working yep. on a particular thing, you know, yep. and they're actually staying based on the past? Yes, 100%. As opposed 100%. to now. Yes. You know, yes. Uh, you know, we've been together 10 years and I've made you, you know, happy for the first three of them. Yeah. <laughs> but now we're seven years right. later we're not we don't even talk we don't get Correct. along we're just you know yeah. it's like at what point do you live in the present and, and grab all the information now not of yeah. yesterday yeah right yeah. and detach from the future that prevents you from going what if yeah yeah one of those things you know that you said and, and i'm I, I capture words and i look at it and one of the things you said is you know this place wasn't giving me purpose and, you know, and it never will. Your purpose comes from within you. Yeah. If you look yeah. for purpose in something else, you're looking in the wrong place. Mm. I think yeah. one of the most powerful things we can do is learn how to ask the right questions. Another, so another, this is another story. My, um, so my, I get a lot of strength and wisdom from my dad. He's amazing. So he had cancer four years ago. Right. And when all this stuff was happening, and again, this is something else that I can give to any empath or any oversharer out there, when you go and meet someone on a date, you don't need to give your every bit of information to them. If you're an oversharer, you don't need to walk into a date and say, this is what I did, this is what I did, blah, 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 because someone, they will take that. If, Like, for example, a narcissist, they will take that from you. So my father... And I obviously fucking let that out because I was dealing with my dad. Um, he had cancer and had 50% chance of survival. Now, I sat with him in a room of doctors. There was five doctors. It was me, my dad, and my uncle. And they said, Amanda, you have to go and have this done to you. Otherwise, there's a chance that you won't survive. And the first thing my dad says, well, what about my bricks? I need to lay bricks. He didn't give a fuck about anything, but he, he wanted to work. This was, this was his purpose in life. He loved bricklaying. He loved his job. And he walked out of that place. The only time I have ever heard him say anything negative, the only ever time I've ever heard him whinge was that day that he walked out of that hospital and said, well, you can say goodbye to me. And that's what he said. That was his words. And I remember it to this day. Since then, he's packed up all his shit that he, he doesn't have anything. Like he just he lives on a river he's got himself a boat he goes out fishing he is in on the gold coast at the moment traveling like he just and he's never complained whinged and carried on like an 
fucking lunatic since and he's just gone and lived his life. Yeah. And that for me is where you think, you know what, like, yeah, if you're having a down moment, well, there's always someone that's having a worse one. You can get up and have it, have a go, you yeah. know. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, he still cracks jokes. He still fucking cracks jokes. Rings me up. He rang me up the other when when the lockdown was on, and um, he went through the Gold Coast, and Sydney wasn't allowed to go to the Gold Coast. And he rang me up. And he drove through, and he said, he calls me Egged. Egged, guess where I am? I said, where are you, Daddy? He goes, I'm going through the Queensland border, and you know what it says? Welcome to the Gold Coast, except Kim Alexander. Fuck off. That's what my my dad said to me. And I was like, you know what? You're an absolute legend. But that's where I get my comedy from. Like, Kim Alexander, fuck off. (laughs) So funny. Uh, It's awesome. You're going to have a great relationship. There is one other subject I did want to touch on, and I picked this up in your videos. You've you've clearly got a lot of knowledge in... um, in the culinary area. Did you get this from your father? Oh, wait, 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 wait. So this here's the thing. Hang on. Before you bring before you bring me down and judge me here, because we're not judging, I actually am a really, I'm actually a really good cook. I just choose, <laughs> I choose, I choose to be a fuckwit for entertainment, see? This is it's all about entertaining. I will do, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna do a video now and just to prove you wrong about <laughs> You know what That's I used to, I used to no, go the cinnamon. You're, ne- you're the cinnamon. You're now not gonna be able to eat that. <laughs> okay, that must have cost you a bomb. <laughs> but the comical point, like I like my cinnamon dark and strong like my men that's the that's the, that's the show yeah. so it's like, okay keep going sure uh i love it i absolutely love it um someone was talking about getting followers and um they said listen one of the things that you you can do to get followers is to do thirst trap mm. and i'm like what 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 what's a thirst trap right mm. so they explained to me what a thirst trap is and i'm like honestly don't know how i'm gonna pull this off <laughs> <laughs> Please try. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I think at my age, thirst trapping's not going to work. <laughs> no. However, I got propositioned by a woman yesterday, uh, not yesterday, day before. Amazing. I think you're amazing. I think you're hot. I think I don't. I don't think she said hot. I think you're. <laughs> I, think you're uh, oh, I love that. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. That. Now, I love that. if I pad it out a little bit more and, and and provide a little more truth, all those things were said. She is a 69-year-old woman. (laughs) Cute. That's cute. I'm happy. I have worked out two things. I know there's quite a few guys on TikTok that like my eyes. I know a few people that want pictures of my feet. Oh. (laughs) And I can attract 69-year-old women. (laughs) Amazing. That's fine. I've got like. I think I'm sitting at 64% males and the rest are ladies. And I'm like, where are all my ladies at? Woo! And then like men just like, Woo! I think they're sitting at, I think they're about 60, 70, 80 as well. So uh, what did you think of the very high pants? Oh, I thought it was amazing. That was a that was one of the, that was one of the favorite, my favorites. It was so good. <laughs> I do love when you duet my videos. It does make my day. It's oh. hilarious. So funny. I, I have a ball. They're the ones I have so much fun doing. Yeah, because I'm a dead set fucking idiot. Oh, when, when, I'm, when I'm about to post it, I it, I don't I normally post and put my phone down, don't really, you know, I don't follow any of it. 
When I'm going to post yeah. it, I'm almost checking it every five minutes to see when you've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> but the one time that you did it, and it must have been late at night time, we need to do a live together when I'm not going to bed. You posted it, and it must have been at night time, so I didn't I didn't even see that you'd done a duet with me, and then you messaged me like, <laughs> why have you not liked it? I'm like, oh, I didn't see it. <laughs> and then I did a lot. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Well, on that, it has been absolutely awesome talking to you. There is a way that we finish this, um, and I hand sure. on the final words to you. Are you ready for this? I am super keen. What are you going to give us? Mate, I've got to come in roaring. Come on. Stay strong. Love it. 